Welcome to another edition of the Georgia Songbirds podcast, brought to you by Anchor FM and Yes Ma'am Music. You guys may know I've been doing live streams on my Instagram feed these past two episodes uh, with Claire Cunningham last week, and this week is Keith Burns. You know Keith, he's with the band Trick Pony. Uh, he's had over 200 cuts with the likes of Joe Diffie, Sammy Kershaw, Darius Rucker, uh, of course, and his band itself, Trick Pony. So what Keith is doing this time is he came on and sat down and started talking with me about a songwriting opportunity that he is he's given another songwriters. If you ever wanted to learn songwriting business, this episode is mainly about that. It's about how to get your song pitched, how to get your song, what do you need for like song pluggers, do you need PROs? He gave a very good crash course uh, with some very valuable information that everybody could use. And if you ever wanted to write with a, a professional songwriter, uh, Keith has something special going on right now that you can't. Uh, he's got all the information. You can go to Keith Burns on Facebook, and you'll see the, the post where it leads you to uh, his email. Or you can go to uh, the Keith Burns Music. And then uh, also his email, which I'm going to give you guys here, and I also will put in the show notes for you as well. It's B Poor Me 40 at AOL.com and the poor me is P-O-U-R like pour on a drink be poor me 40 at AOL.com so just uh, shoot him an email if you're interested and like I said he'll, he'll go over everything with you what you can do he's got uh, different levels of interaction if you just write poetry he likes taking poems them in songs if you're a songwriter and you're right there he'll want to sit down and write with you I mean there's different things I mean just go shoot him an email and he is very busy, so if he doesn't get to you right away, he will. And then if, you can always ask me uh, if, if you don't hear from him soon, and I'll, I'll reach out to him. But uh, this, this was a very interesting interview. I got him to play one of his songs from you know, those big hits that he did uh, for me. You know, So that was, that was a big hit. One of his big hits. He has a lot of them. Very talented song. Very nice guy, too. So like I said, one of his new songs, or his new song that's out now, uh, he wrote, and Mr. John Snyder decided to cut it. So they released a song called Trump Card, which I put on at the end of this episode. So you'll hear that. You can also go download it or download any of other Keith's other songs between him and Trick Pony or his, even by himself, he has some that he's released. But again, like I said, this, this episode is one you don't want to miss. If you have questions about songwriting, if you want to take your songwriting to the next level, I think this episode will help you. Uh, it refreshes a lot for me too because there's a lot of stuff involved with it. So uh, take a listen to Mr. Keith Burns from Trick Pony and myself till we sit down and uh, we talk for almost an hour basically about the music industry uh, songwriting. Because this is just a songwriting, this pretty much is just a songwriting episode, but it is very, you do learn a lot from it. And you may notice a little bit of some audio problems with it i had uh i record these these with my microphone under my phone so i'm gonna get a cable we're gonna work it out but it'll be better but uh i'll stop talking and let you guys listening to the interview i had with mr keith burns thank you guys for listening there you are hey bonnie there's keith i see him There you go. Ah, there you go. Yay! <laughs> What's up, amigo? 
Uh, you need my little girl to help you too? Hey, oh, boy. let me tell you. I'm like anybody else. I'm a, uh, I need somebody who's under the age of 13 to, to figure out all my stuff. She is 10. She showed me how to there do it. There you go. There Only you go. I know how. It seems like, uh... It seems like the younger Jesse they are, the better, the more they know. I mean, the better off you are. So yeah. Yeah, I, we had to figure out how to do this stuff. A lot of people going this way now. So what's going on with you, brother? Oh, you know I'm doing that Georgia Tennessee Songwriter Showcase right now. We're doing everybody. Yeah, man. So we got a few people watching right now. We got anybody? Uh, out we there? got a couple coming on. So it'll take a second for everybody to join in. So what I'm doing Very is cool. uh, I'm also recording into the uh, Garage Band. So that I can release the audio onto uh, the actual podcast platform. Uh, oh, okay. Friday too, so I'll do that. Very as well. cool. So very I'm cool. Learning a little bit as I go. Well, that's uh, I've got I've had an Instagram uh, account, and my wife said got on there and said, "Baby, you've never done one Instagram post, <laughs> and there's all kind of other people that have, but but you hadn't you hadn't done one, so." You can you can do I it guess, on. I guess that's the way it is. Yeah, you can do it on Facebook too, but I don't know how. Yeah, well, so join the club. I'm, I was gonna figure. I think you can do it by people. I don't think you can do it through your pages. That's why we wanted yeah. to do it this way. Well, very cool. So yeah, we got people joining on now. So. Uh, All right. Well, I'm excited about. Uh, I'm excited about this, uh, man. I, I'm. Uh, I'm real excited with what you've got going on down there in. Uh, in Georgia, man, I've been following the competition. Uh, what's the Nashville's team's name? What, it's, uh, what, the Efron. Tennessee what? It's, uh, I don't think they named themselves yet. So. Oh man. <laughs> There's Efron, need... uh, Efron White, and uh, Logan Piercy are the ones left from Tennessee. Yeah, man. There, there were some, uh, there were some really good, good songs and some great songwriters uh, on there. I, you know, I was, I, I've been, I've been looking. What, what was the one guy's name uh, that had the song Rome? I like Miles. that. Miles. Miles, yeah. I, yeah. I really I really thought that song has potential. And, uh, yeah, man, that's a great idea, and you're doing really good down there. I can't wait to get down and see my folks and come see you yep. and uh, do a little writing. I mean, you, you hit me with an idea earlier today that I've been, I've been, I've been thinking on it, and I – so I think I might have a hook for us. Good, because I've I've got uh, I started playing around with it, and I said I hate those dreams that you have, and you wake up and you want to write and you want to play, and then you can't remember any of it. Yeah, I had one of those last night, and uh, I know I woke Bonnie up, and because uh, I, I, I I've got my phone. Normally it's it's an idea mm-hmm. um, that I have, but last night it was a melody, and that's so I've I've got my phone. I'm going. Yep. I just sat down and played and listened to, to Diana tell me how bad I was. <laughs> oh, good. Yep. So, tell me. I'm excited for everything you've got going on, and uh, and I, I look forward to getting down there, brother. Yeah, I won't have to get you up here. we got to get back together. I haven't been to Nashville in a while. They're still doing the uh, TSAI. I know they're starting to do online stuff now. Yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, How's it affected yeah, you? I know you're not playing live right now. It's 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 brutal, you know. I mean, uh, uh, most of my uh, most of my uh, uh, you know most of my financials come from touring. Yeah. You know, I still get a lot. I get a lot from my, my my royalties from writing and stuff like that. And you know, it's been it's been a really good start of the year for me. 
uh, on the writing situation, we've got uh, I've got um, ten uh, ten cuts already, mm-hmm. and I'm very blessed. And I've got three singles out, and one's on the one just was the most added on the Texas uh, chart. A, a kid named James Land, okay, and he's he's out of Texas, and he's on the Texas rodeo. Uh, Texas radio, uh, yeah, may, he may be on the rodeo too. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. but he's on the Texas radio market, and uh, he's got the most added song out there in Texas, Arizona, all that area. And then John Snyder's brand new song that he's got, and I actually am singing with John on this one. Uh, I, co- I wrote that with Frankie Golden and John Snyder, and uh, it's called Trump Car. It's yeah. out right now. I heard that one. I really like it. And then, let's see, what was the other guy? Mark Mark Addison Chandler is his name. Okay. And Mark Addison Chandler has a song I co-wrote with him uh, called um, Wishing, Wishing for a Woman Like You. So that's kind of cool. So, And then, uh, you know, so just got a lot of positive things happening. I uh, just wish I could go back on the road and, and uh, do some shows, man. <laughs> I I love to write, and that's uh, but that's only that's only half of what I I really you know. Other than the the you know you know me, I publish, and I'm also uh, co-producing Taylor and uh, Presley and Taylor. Yeah, and uh, so they they've got the most. I think they've got the most added song on Music Road this this week. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, co-produce that. I didn't write that, but my good buddy D. Vincent Williams wrote it. So, do you rather write, or do you like doing the producing part? Oh, I'd rather write. Uh, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I, 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 I like the studio, but it's my, it's like my third favorite thing. My, my favorite thing probably to do is, is the, is the tour, entertain, okay, uh, and and write. They're equal. Okay. I love, I love to put because the thing is. The most fun thing to do is to is to my small wife in the back. She looks stressed. So what are you doing? What are you doing to her? <laughs> I don't know what she's doing back there. <laughs> the most fun thing to do is to create something from thin air, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just that that's what it is. And there, it, it, you just create something that was never there. You go in and you uh, get your A players up here in Nashville, and you record it. And then you take the recording and you get it out on the radio and then you get it out on the radio and you go do it live and you look at the front row and, and, and everybody in the crowd and they're singing that song back to you while mm-hmm. you're doing that. The whole process of that, I, I dig. Uh, the, the producing of it, uh, I, I like it because I, I like to do it my way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, but, you know, there are some producers, Nashville is known for its producers and there's some producers in Nashville that are um you know they're a little bit better than I am so if I if I financially if I've got the dollars to have someone else produce it especially me right. I'd rather I'd rather them do it so that yeah. way I can just focus focus on the tunes you know and the performance well for everybody that's joining in like that uh walk them through that what's the process of of a song you write when you start from you start to write it to where to go from there kind of oh it. man you uh well for me I, I start the writing process uh normally i'll come up with an idea mm-hmm. a melody uh a, or i'll come to the table with a with a co-writer 
and they'll they'll have the melody or they'll have uh, the, the hook or, or something like you had this morning. You know, you hit me up this morning and you were like, hey, Keith, I got this and and uh, and um, idea. But you didn't really have a hook with it. You just yeah. had the idea. So but the idea is cool. So I think I got a hook for it. So, I, you know, I was I was kind of rolling around going, hmm, hmm you know, so that you just kind of it's what I call. That's this. This Jesse is what kind of separates the men, the the writers, per se, from the people that you know say that they're writers. Yeah. Is 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 the actual crafting of it? You got to bang it against the wall. You cannot settle for the soft rhyme. You can't. You know. You can't just. Uh, you really have to craft it. And when you think it's done, it's never done. And you, you give it a couple of days, visit with it. And I mean, I've told you that on songs that we've written. I said that very thing. Hey, let's put this to bed for you know two or three days, a week. Let's listen to it because you're always going to come back and edit it down and change a few words here and there, and and you know do different things with it. Uh, I guess it's your due diligence with it. You know, you just got to take your time, do it right make it make it the best you can make it and then go in the studio first if you're say say i'm co-writing with somebody like yourself uh -huh. i'll get I'll, I'll talk to you first about it like we have and uh and when we you know we went in and cut um uh, um let's make love great again um i, I said hey do you want to do this you yeah you always get with your co-writer and say do you want to you want to demo this do you want to you do this, and then once you get the agreement from there, you, you go to the studio here in Nashville. Uh, I've got one I'm working with uh, called Off Off the Road right now that they're excellent. The last three or four, say, in fact, Trump Card was cut at Off the Road. Okay. Um, and uh, I've cut some really, really good stuff there. Uh, it's not really that expensive, and they do excellent work. So, um and then I go in. I'll, I'll sit down behind the producer chair and let the engineer do his thing, and and um, and that's it. And, and then once I get a finished product, mix it all down, bang, sizzle it up with the master, and then go pitch it. Um, uh, and that's kind of with Trump Card. It, it's it, it kind of switched a little bit. Um, I didn't know John was going to cut Trump Card until he heard it. Yeah. And then he's then he's like, once he heard it, he's like, oh, man, I got to cut this. I got to sing on it. So I just had him come in and sing, which, by the way, a lot of my tracks, I'll just call the artist, uh, whether it be John or Preston Taylor or whoever. It could be, you know, it could be any, any artist if they love the song. And I just say, hey, come over and lay your vocal down on it. And even if that's not the final the final track that they use to put on the radio, at least it gives them a chance to go in and sing it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They can sing it to a full track before they even go out and, and, and put the time and effort. So I've, I've got that. So and that's kind of the process of it, Jesse. You know, it's it's pretty simple. It's it, it, it's not simple, but it's pretty simple. Yeah. My dog is attacking me. <laughs> well, I've been doing I've been doing it for a while, so that's kind of how I know the, the you know the process of it. You yeah, know, it's it's, it's kind of uh, I got to be honest with you. You've been to Nashville quite a bit. <laughs> if if it's kind of um, it's kind of overwhelming for 
people that are just starting in Nashville or writers that are just coming up and coming into Nashville. It's a little over. It can be. It can be overwhelming. Uh, the process can be if you don't, you know, yeah. if you don't know somebody that that they can go. Okay, I got the perfect producer, for, or I can go in here and cut this and this and this. And the thing about it is, you, you get you get one chance at a demo to pitch it around Nashville. Yep. You know, because there, if, if, if your if your A and R people, if they're going to look at, at uh, if they're looking at different things. Like the song, they're looking at it. Uh, if they see that song come across their desk, and they see the title, and they see the writers on the song, uh-huh. and they pass on it once, they're probably not gonna either look at it again for another artist. If, if they, yeah. Yeah, and that that uh, also brings up the question: like, if it does get picked and it does get ready to be cut, how yeah. does that work for the songwriter? Well, as in say, uh, say, I say, say I call Blake Shelton or or Kenny Chesney or somebody. Mm-hmm. Say Blake goes, man, I love this song. I want to cut it on my next record. Right. Uh, then you just hold it. You put, he puts it on hold, and 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 you got a what you what is considered a Blake Shelton hold. Right. And then um, from there. From the Blake Shelton hold, you get, uh, he'll hold it to whenever he goes in the studio. And as soon as he goes in the studio, he'll either cut that song or he will not cut that song, which has happened to me dozens right. of times. Dozens. That's why I tell people, don't uh, don't really get too over anxious when you get a hold I mean, you should get excited because that means you're onto something. Yeah. You're writing good stuff. That means you're that means you're onto something. But don't get don't go don't go buying a boat or anything quite yet. You know. Yeah. It ain't. There's a saying here in Nashville. It used to be, it used to be uh, vinyl. When remember when everybody was spun records and oh, stuff. Yeah. It used to be. It ain't final till it's on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Now it's obviously streaming and everything else, but. Um, but once once they cut it, man, then 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 you got everything, everything going, and hopefully you got all your. If you write anybody that writes with me, I, I make sure that they've got all the the the, the eyes dotted and the t's crossed and everything. Make sure their publishing is where it should be. Um, make sure they're affiliated with either BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC. Now CSAC is a invite only. Right. That's who, I, for all the folks out there listening. I don't know if you're this. You may already know this, but for all you writers out there uh, watching this right now, um, you've got to be affiliated with somebody to collect your money um, for the song. If you don't, if you're not affiliated with a BMI or an ASCAP or a CSAC, then one of because those are the three bodies government earning bodies, so to speak, that collect your money, mm-hmm. okay? That From radio, jukeboxes, uh, uh, clubs, uh, bars, different things, honky-tonks, they go collect money. Right. Those owners, jukebox people, all that they got. That, so I don't know if I'm – I'm just giving a crash course here, Jesse. Right. So, but that's, that's kind of what it is. And uh, so that's – once that's done, 
and once they once you're set up and you get a cut then it's going to take you a few months before well obviously if they put it out on the radio and it goes top 10 you're going to make a chunk of money right um if they put it on a just an album what's considered an album right now you're probably not going to make as much now because the, the music world's more about streaming Stuff yeah. like that. That and, that, and that's, that's where I want people that are joining, that are songwriters. Some of these questions that come up, or do they get a PRO? When do they get a PRO? Well, you know, the the you can get one anytime you want one. I right. mean, you know, for that for that matter, I mean, if you wanna if you wanna do it yourself and 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 go through different different avenues to get it, go ahead. You know, but yeah. but uh, I, I'll say that. I'll say this: most of the people that I, the lady that I work through, her name's Trina, Trina Dort, uh, Trina Dort Smith. She's who I work through. She does all my mechanicals, everything, and collects all my money and makes sure all my paperwork's correct and everything's turned into CSAC. Um, and I never bother her until I know somebody's going to cut it. Okay. And and then and then I then I turn it into her and uh and, and and that's the way i do it you know so that that way i'm covered uh and at the same time i, I i'm not doing unnecessary unnecessary paperwork and you know and anything like that but but that that's the way i do it so you know it's like i didn't turn in trump card until it was already cut and i didn't turn in any of these songs i i i just turned them in when I had a, uh, there's a new artist on, um, there's a brand new artist that you need to look out for, and I'm pitching songs to him actually right now. Okay. He's on he's on Blackbird Records um, with Doug Johnson. Doug Johnson's great guy, good friend. I write with him all the time. And I have four on this guy. His name's Josiah Siska. Okay. And all you Georgia, all you Georgia writers down there, he's from Decula, Georgia. He's a Decula, Georgia boy. And he was on American. What's what's the one? The Idol. He was on okay. Idol. So um, he is fantastic, and he's one of those. He's a Georgia boy. So if any of you Georgia guys have any or girls, I know we got some got some females out there. Oh yeah. Any of you got any um, any songs to pitch? You know, if if I pitch something, I'm always going to say, well, hey, this is from a fellow Georgia boy or a fellow Georgia girl yeah. or whatever, and I don't know if it makes any difference or not, but I would like to think it would. You know, it did with me. You know, when I trip with Trick Pony, when I'm look, and actually when I'm looking for songs now, I'm. Uh, it's kind of if you've got some kind of connection. Yeah. You know, and that goes it, to anything. It, it, hey, work. at least <laughs> it at least gives you a verse and a chorus. Jay. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. Yep. If you call somebody and go, hey, you know, I know so-and-so, and he's a buddy of yours. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Play your song. Yeah. And I said, working with you, I've worked with you before, and I said, you're one of the nicest people I've met that does that. And the fact that you've been doing this for as long as you have and had the success that you've had, it's, you're a good ear to have. Well, I appreciate that, man. I, you know, I tell you, it, it, you never know. You can listen to, and I have, and I have. You can listen to 500 songs and people go, why are you listening to, to that through the course? Why, why are you? And you just go, look, man, you never know when it might be a, a horrible verse. 
Yeah. And, and and the melody might not hit you. Then all of a sudden this chorus comes around and it's like, boom. And you go, that's a smash chorus. Mm-hmm. That's a smash chorus. Well, all you got to do if you know you're sitting on a, you know, something that's that, that, chorus that you that's going to be an anthem for you that's going to jump out to make the people jump out of their seats and and hold up big lighters you know that all you got to do is go is go back to that writer mm-hmm. or those writers on that song and go listen i want to cut this but you're going to have to you're going to have to fix this verse or, or work right. with this verse can you do that for me and uh you know so and, and i'm at, at, with, with trick pony in the first First album, second album, third, both both the first two albums, we we cut things like that. Mm-hmm. We checked, we we talked, we talked to the co-writer and said, "Hey man, if you if you'll if you'll kind of maneuver this a little bit, we'll be glad to cut. We'd we'd love to cut this." And they did. Yeah, so, that'd be foolish not so, to, especially when you're trying to get in. Well, and that's the thing; it's the commitment and to write with you, you as a songwriter. For all for for all your listeners, uh, as a songwriter, what you want to do is write with the artist or someone else who writes with the artist. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And that that way, like if you got a, a personal relationship with a Blake Shelton or a Kenny Chesney or a Thomas Rhett um, or Miranda Lambert um, or with with the producer mm-hmm. of of any of those acts. Then you're in a really good position to take a song that you co-wrote, that not necessarily co-wrote with the actor, the or the producer or the label head, but you're a friend. So you got You got to end where you could go, man. That's a great song. I've done that before too. I've taken, I've taken a song in that I didn't even write. That I said, man, and I've I've taken it in and got it cut for somebody yeah. because I just went. I didn't even have any. I didn't even have any skin in the game. It's just like, man. This is a great song, and it needs to land in somebody's lap. And it, here you right. go. So, so that, I've that, done that a couple. brings a good question up too. Then for everybody is when you're because you've got to pitch the song. Uh, right. I know they have those pitch sheets like a Rofax. And, uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, does that work for somebody who doesn't have an in? Man, it's difficult. It's very very hard to. Uh, a lot of times it's unsolicited music mm-hmm. and that's what they consider it. If you don't know somebody and you're just going up back in the day, they used to go put uh, cassette tapes in mailboxes <laughs> and it's like your cassette tape never got listened to. Yep. Uh, then it went to the CDs and it put CDs and everybody that those CDs never got listened to. Trust me. Yep. If it's unsolicited, if you stuck it in the, if you, you know, and now it's emails. If it says email songs to so and so, there if, if they don't know you, they're not going to listen to it. Um, yeah. and, and, and I'll tell you, I'll explain real quick why. It's not it's not mean on their part. It's not bad on their part. It's simply they're covering their butts because if they if they listen to a song that you got titled called "I Love This Truck," mm-hmm. and then one of their writers or staff writers or somebody else has already written a song that's on that album called I Love a Truck. Yeah. Right? Well, you can say, well, you listen to my song and it's close and da-da-da and you stole it. So if they never open up the envelope, 
You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. If they never open up the envelope or open up the email, they can simply go, listen, I never even listened to that song. I don't. I didn't never even open the email. So they're just trying to cover their own asses, basically. So does, does that make it then for them it'd be easier to get, like, try to get on as a staff, staff writer for somebody, try to get on like a publishing company? Well, staff writing, staff writing these days is really tough. You can do it, but it's really tough um, simply because of the streams. The yeah. streaming is making it very difficult for people, uh, for publishers. I, I should know I own a publishing company. So I, I, you know, you're you're talking to somebody that that at one time had a couple of writers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't I don't anymore because, quite honestly, I can't really afford one right now right. Um, because of the streaming. Uh, the streaming pays so little oh, yeah. that that it's tough for me to warrant hiring somebody and paying them, you know, thirty grand a year, uh, it, it, unless they have a big single. Now, mm-hmm. if they have a single, I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my money back. I mean, and when I say single, I mean radio single, yeah, like something that's gonna be out there. Then I'll make my money back, you know, tenfold. But but it's really tough these days. But it, it's doable. It's very doable. Um, Find somebody, my suggestion, Jesse, would be find somebody that's kind of got the ends up here, that's connected, mm-hmm. where they can pitch your stuff for you, um, pitch your catalog, uh, believe, somebody that believes in the song. If you, if you get somebody and they go, oh my God, I want to pitch that song, or I want to pitch three or four of your songs, understand that that's pretty good because... They've got only one. I mean, they're going in front of a label or a producer or in front of the artists themselves, mm-hmm. and they only have one opportunity for that artist or producer or the manager or what have you to play on five songs. Yeah, that's. All, I mean, maybe maybe six or seven, maybe at, at a sit down. So if you play, so one of those six or sevens, your song, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good things, but but um, it's somebody like that, somebody that that knows that do, goes to pitch meetings that personally takes your song mm-hmm. to the artist and to the producer themselves. That's a song plugger, right? That's pretty much what that. Yeah, yeah. There's there, there's there's a lot of song pluggers in town, and you can find them. There's some really good ones, and you know, uh, I've used Eleven Eleven. Okay. Uh, with with uh, you know, you met these guys. You met? Did you did you meet Jason and Jewel? I don't think so. Yeah, Jay, they were out at uh, Betty Lou's when we did the songwriting competition out there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I probably yeah, did meet them. Yeah, Eleven Eleven uh, is really good, and uh, you know, uh, show uh, Biz Row. I think it's Row Biz. Okay. With, it's Ronna Reeves. I'll get. You know what? I'll text you that company. They also are in that kind of business and and they're very good and you know i pitch tunes from time to time if i find if i find the right song like that i did i go you know what this is an undeniable smash i'll do it Uh i'll pitch it and uh but you know normally for that like for something like that i'll do like six months i'll just pitch it for six months because i'm gonna go i don't want to number one i don't want to hold their song up like say you had a big big song jesse and i just went you know what? It's this is a monster. Mm-hmm. Well, it's only going to take me about six months to go through the cycle of pitching that song to everybody that I know. Okay. 
you know, and some people just won't be looking. And I'll have to go, okay, listen, this is a perfect song for Tim uh, for McGraw, but he's not he's not really looking until next month right, or two months from now, you know, which, by the way, is, is kind of, it, that's not, you know, honestly, every major artist, they're always looking, always. If they, it doesn't matter if they say they're not looking or not, they're looking. Because if they, if they hear that next, you know, Desperado or whatever they're looking for right. and they, and they fall in love with it, they're going to hold it, so... And that kind of leads it to is, as well as you got to write for what they're looking for. Your song could be great, but if they're not looking for that kind of song, it's never going to get picked anyway. Yeah, well, you got to look at it this way, though. Don't I would never, unless you're writing with the artist themselves, I would never write specifically for someone. Okay. I would write. I would. I would personally write. You know, just write the best song you can write, and if it's a and if it's a great song. There's gonna be just about anybody could cut it. Yeah. You know, uh, you hadn't you ever heard that that saying that a, that a great song don't care who sings it. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's it. Uh, that brings a good question then for like for writers and co-writers. Do you think they need to be in Nashville to do it? I know the whole you got to be present to win, but uh, with days now, the way it is nowadays, what do you think? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I honestly believe. These days, you can Skype a lot. If you, it's it's more about Jesse. It's more about the connection. Um, like you and I, you know me. Uh, you can always call me and go, Keith. Let's get on. Let's get on Skype. For, I got a great idea. Mm-hmm. Now it does help if, if if you if you're gonna write with somebody and you it, don't waste their time. Have you have you a couple of really solid ideas? And then you just get on the phone and say, hey, man, I got a really solid idea. Let's lock down about an hour and just see if let me run. First of all, let's let's just lock down an hour and let me run some ideas by you. And if you don't like anything, no worries. I'll come back to you and try again. But if you do like something that that I've got, then let's lock down another two or three hour slot. You know, normally at my songwriting session, I mean, they can go from nine seven eight nine hours yeah but normally it's about three hours yeah i get burnt i get burnt after three hours so yeah but that's uh but that's kind of the way it is because i think we did it It didn't take us that long when you came up here and and wrote in my garage in the cold (laughs) that one no you know it's you know what takes the longest is the crafting once you get it down and but once you get an idea and you go oh yeah boom i love that I love that. Then you get excited, and that's when you pour the cup of, you know, you get your pot of coffee and you put your coffee on, and you you rock and roll after oh, yeah. that. So uh, that that also comes to your idea. You have something going on too right now that you were thinking of. Well, absolutely. What I'm doing. Hang on, I dropped my pick. <laughs> what I'm doing is is now that I've got right now I've got downtime. I'm not on the road. I'm not touring right now. That's going to change here in the next probably two months uh i know i got a show in july uh down in with john with john snyder i'm shooting a movie and i got a show july 18th unless they shut it down we'll see but but i've got that going on uh and then i've got a couple of shows in august and 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 that and then it's going to explode from there because i've got several dates a lot of dates booked um but for the next 
for the next six weeks to a couple of months, I'm really kind of just hunkered down here, right here in, in the penthouse here in Nashville. And um, I'm still doing a session. I can still, I'm, I'm, I've still got a buddy of mine with the studio. We're still doing sessions, but um, so if I've got to cut something, I can. If I got to go down and record something, I can go do that. Yeah. But I'm sitting here with this time on my hand, and I've been writing so much lately. And like I said, I've had 10, 10 cuts and just rolling along. And uh, I thought, actually, as my wife brought it up, she goes, why don't you, because I've been Skyping with a couple of buddies of mine out of Florida. Mm-hmm. And one's out of Florida and one's out of Iowa. And she goes, why don't you open this up? Because I do, you know this, I do from time to time have people that I'll go to my studio or my office mm-hmm. and uh, even here at the house sometimes and I'll have them right with me. And, uh, and it's, it's kind of a, not only writing, but, it, but, but, but it's, it's kind of like an instruction thing too. You know, if they're, it doesn't matter what, what stage they're in, uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, and I'll just work with them, and we'll write a song, and we'll write it. You know, I don't. I'm not going to write anything that I don't feel like is worth cutting, so or at least worth demoing. Um, so it, it, that's the way I look at it. But I, I've had the opportunity to write with some people, and they come in here, and uh, I they sit down. We do we do talk a little bit beforehand. Uh, and then they come in, they sit down, and we, they, we do like a anywhere from a two to three hour block, and we've written songs. And it, it's so basically that would be what I, I've got. That's what I've got going on with some of these people out there that are interested in writing a little bit, you know, learning the craft, or they're they're at a higher level where they're interested in actually writing the song and putting the song together. Or if they're even a higher level, like some of your Georgia songbirds down there, that they're they're interested in actually going in and demoing this, writing a killer a killer song, mm-hmm. demoing the song, and having me pitch the song out there. And uh, if, if if they want any more information on it, Jesse, they can look. Did you see the the link with me and Lisa Guerrero? Was it a? I saw like a, I think it's your email. Is was your email? Yeah. Yeah, there's if they go to my Facebook page, Keith Burns Music or Brian Burns, B R Y A N Burns, um, on Facebook. But Keith Burns Music Facebook, Brian Burns Facebook, they will see uh, a poster where I'm writing and I'm doing this situation uh, and writing, skyping, um, and they'll get a little information. Uh, if they watch the document, they click the link on top with Lisa Guerrero, yeah. who's from Inside Edition. Uh, her and I, she basically, I'll, I'll give it to you like this. She hit me up with a uh, with a poem at, at a, um, <laughs> we were at a charity show, a, a charity golf event. And and she wanted to write a, um, she wanted to write a country music. And somebody bet her 20 bucks that she couldn't write a country music song. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. You get, you get the whole thing. Well, so somebody the guy that she, that better said the next day she came in and she handed him this thing called the comeback and it was 15 pages long a poem yeah and he goes then this is really good you need to take it over to Keith Burns over there 
So she brought it to me, and she goes, here's this song. And I looked down, and I went, this ain't a song. This is the Iliad and the Odyssey. This, yep. is, this, is, this is Homer. And, and um, so, but she goes, if you don't mind, look at it. So what I did was I took that poem, and I brought it back to the house, and I got in the studio, and I turned that 15-page poem into a three-minute song. Mm -hmm. And fast forward 10, like, few years later, I think about, it was like 10 years ago, she calls me, and she's working for Entertainment tonight, Inside Edition. Right. And she said, hey, Keith, I've got, uh, how would you like to go in and cut this? And da-da-da, I'd love to do it. I said, let's go. So I went in and cut it, and uh, it's, and me and her wrote it, and I sang it, and got Presley and Taylor to sing background vocals, as well as Lisa Guerrero to sing background vocals, mm -hmm. and it became one of the biggest things on the internet last, you know, over the thing. So if you watch it, go to the YouTube and look at Lisa Guerrero, and uh, it really is kind of like uh, I put a fast, you know what I'm saying? It's like fast forwarding the whole process. Yeah. She came to me with a poem, and I turned it into a song that got cut. Obviously, me singing it, but it's it's single, yep. and um, it's out on the radio. So. That's kind. Of, that's kind of what I want to do here. I want to get some people out there that normally wouldn't have a chance to to get to get the opportunity that you know maybe maybe give them a little bit better shot at, at getting getting a song looked at or listened to because you know it's like you and I. I can assure you the song you and I wrote, "Make Love Great Again." It's been pitched. It's been on hold a couple of times. Yep. Um, so, I mean, you, you never know. And so I know that we wrote a great song. I know we did. It's just a matter of who the right artist at the right time looking for that yep. for that thing. Yep. And you already so, got interest people here asking about it now. So uh, uh, you want to play a song? While you're playing a song, I'm going to pull up the website here, and uh, I'll put that uh, link for what your AOL. Oh, you want me to play a song? Sure. What do you want me to play? It just so happens I got my guitar right here. Oh, you you choose. Yeah, I know you wrote a song about Jesse James. You never knew it'd be about me, did you? <laughs> Say what? You wrote a song about Jesse James. You never knew you were writing about me, did you? I didn't know that. You know, <laughs> hang on a second. Let me... Uh, anything you want to do, Keith? write anything new? or I, Anything you want? Anything um, you want? I just wrote one I'm going in the studio with. I don't know if I should play it yet, so I won't. All right. But, um... I'll tell you what, I'll just, uh, let's see. I'll write one everybody. I'm in drug. <laughs> That's funny, you talk about drop D. When that thing I was talking to you about earlier, I put it in drop D. Oh, did you? I did. Hang on a second. Let me let me tune up, Jesse. I didn't realize I was going to play, but that's okay. That's fine. So it's uh, B, poor me, 40, right? Yeah, B, poor me, 40. All right, I'm close enough. Close enough to perfect. This song I wrote, this this song I wrote uh, in my old house, my ex-wife's new house. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all might remember this one. Pour me, pour me, pour me, pour me enough shot whiskey. Bartender hit me one more time. She left. I cried. I'm lost inside. 
Queen of karaoke, everything a girl should be. The problem was that it wasn't with me. Poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me, me another shot of whiskey. Yeah, bartender hit me one more time. Yeah, I cried, I'm lost inside. Won't you help me? We'll feel it to the top, cause I did rock bottom this time. I said, feel it to the top, cause I hit a rock bottom this time. One more, one more, feel it to the top, cause I hit a rock bottom this time. Oh, me, oh, me, oh, me, oh, me. There you go. See, get together to write songs with Mr. Keith Burns. Maybe another poor me song. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll write another one of those. That was uh, I wrote that in my uh, I wrote that in my old house, Jesse, my ex-wife's new house. Yep. So you got the bad end. My ex-wife didn't get my house. <laughs> but I built it on family-owned land, so I I knew it was coming. There you go. How's there it? you go. Good for you. Uh, so tell everybody, Keith. I know we got a. Uh, time on this stuff so let everybody know again i put the link on there for the ale the aol the b40 where's it that? yeah be poor me 40 at aol.com uh y'all y'all uh send an email and hit out reach out to that's my wife my wife does all the uh all the business end of it so hit me up with an email if you're interested in doing this uh it's so it, it, we can do Anything from an hour to three hours, it, it doesn't matter. There's different kind of things and uh, for, for, for everybody. So not everybody's in the same, not everybody's in the same boat, uh, and not everybody's on the same level yeah. as far as as far as you know their writing ability. Some people are just beginning, you know. Some people just want to kind of they want to. It's less about writing a song and more about just a one on one conference kind of consultation so to speak as to 
hey, how do I do this? like because this it, it is it's a simple business, but yet there, there's some, it, it's complicated too. Mm-hmm. So if anybody you know, you could just say, hey, I just want to know the inside and the guts of it. You know, what are the chances, or you know, this and that, and uh, so or or all the way up to somebody really wanting to to roll up their sleeves and sit down on an afternoon or whenever and write an actual song. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes that can happen in an hour and sometimes it can, it takes, you know, three, about three hours to do that. So and then, maybe four, who knows? Then a few weeks uh, to pick everything out of it to make sure it works right. <laughs> well, that's kind of it, you know, yeah, it, it does. And, and you just want to make sure right. that you're before you go, Here's the thing, Jesse, before I go in and, and record it, to put it on a demo, to take it, to pitch it, you want to make sure that you've got it exactly how you want it. Because right. once you do that in that process and you spend the money for that, you want to make sure that, that you're not just throwing it out there to them. So. Okay. So, yeah, they'll send you some emails um, to get the idea because, like I said, you got different versions of what you want to do, apparently, for songwriting because some people may want, like, just a tutorial. Or some want to sit down and write music with you. Exactly, exactly. And then some, you know, and some people out there, you know, and I do, and I'm pretty good at the, the, this. I have fun doing this, actually. Um, not everybody does, but I have a good time. Say that you may have people out there that are just they're poets and they they don't really write music, and they they write more poems and poetry, mm-hmm. kind of like what Lisa brought me. Um, and it, it originally, yeah, she's actually gotten into songwriting now. We've written a couple more things together, but um, and she's she's starting to find her little niche at what she does. But even if somebody out there writes really good poems and they want to turn it into an actual song, because uh, you know you can't <laughs> you can't go to a record label or an artist or anybody else and and pitch a poem. Yeah, right. you got to You got to have <laughs> you got to have your music to it, and you got to have it kind of somewhat arranged like like what you would hear on the radio yeah so. and not especially not anymore because like when i was 19 years old uh I, I came into nashville for some songwriting thing i was doing and uh i did i did exactly what she did i had i had songs written out but i couldn't play very well so i right. had the general idea of it and i met alan reynolds oh and yeah and he gave me some really good i didn't know who he was at the time showed you how young and stupid i was but uh he gave me some good advice. He said, yeah, you're close. He said, but this is what you need to do, you know, and yeah, life got in the way. I never did. So now I moved forward and I started writing again. And like I said, I've met you and I've met Steve and Karen and, and Ollie and I met all those other guys. And that's what I'm telling people now is you got So, you know, you got to get you, you got to get where you're comfortable writing because it is different co-writing with it, somebody. It, it is. And, you know, and some people can write. Some people take to. Some people take to Skype real easy. It, it was real easy for me. I didn't know I was going to, I didn't know how I would like it. But mm-hmm. shoot, I've been writing with Jay Lazaroff out of L.A. And, you know, he, he did all the music for the Oprah Winfrey show. And he does a lot of TV. He, he, he places music and puts a lot of a lot of music in movies yeah. um, out in L.A. and stuff like that. So it's less about radio for him and more about movie content. So uh, you know, you may have a writer out there. You may have something, Jesse. I don't know. That's more geared for a soundtrack. You know, more geared for a movie piece or something. You know, that yeah. just not necessarily going to play or not 
going to work on country radio, but it would work in a movie setting. Yeah. You know, you never know. So uh, he does that. But I've been Skyping with him lately, and uh, and it, it's just worked out wonderful. We've written several really good things. Uh, and like I said earlier, I've got a couple of guys out of Florida I've been Skyping with. And then, uh, you know, right now, it, it, and like I said, I just kind of normally I wouldn't do that. But it just kind of by accident, this happened because everybody's, you know, we're in quarantine. Yeah. And, and I can't, you know, so for me, it's kind of like, OK, well, I got time to do this right now, so I'll do it. So yeah. for all you folks out there that are wanting to, wanting to do it, hit me up and uh, and we'll we'll make some time and, and let's uh and I'll try to help help people out the best I can. Yep, and I'll, I'll hit you up too for it because, like I said, this this is is fun. I mean, you got to write. You're right. I cannot write, so <laughs> yeah, I just know can, where you, I'm good. I know where my my strengths are, and I know where my weaknesses are. So if yeah, I, when we rewrite, well, that's where a co you know that's where a co writer comes in. One that's painfully you know honest with you too. You got to yeah. be honest with each other. You know, you can't. You got to play off each other's strengths, and and you can't be set in your ways and 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 co-write. You got to kind of go, oh, okay, I'm open-minded enough to know that 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 works better here than this does. Yeah, and, you know, you got to be, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. But in, in this town, there's some great writers, and I found out, Jesse, there's great writers all over the United oh, States. Yeah. There's great writers. It's hard. It's harder than ever. To commit to move to Nashville now and have to be here to write now, yeah. and I'm thinking that what we're doing here, it's going to be the, it's going to be a lot, it's going to pick up a lot of steam and be a lot more uh, prevalent moving forward. Oh, definitely. I've had people just from the competition I'm doing now from other right. states reach out to me. I was yeah. just doing and, it and, too. And I'm not saying that because uh, of what I'm doing. I'm saying that because of I've done it you know what I'm saying I, I, I've actually got on the Skype and I've sat down and, and, and written some really good things uh, with some people you know and, and it's I, I didn't know that until I got kind of sheltered in here uh, but but it does work and like I said for all you folks out there I love what you're doing down there in, in Georgia Jesse and uh, next time I come down there I'm gonna I'm gonna come by and hit you up, and and we'll maybe we'll get some of your writers down there and do a little in the round or something. Absolutely, I got a lot of people yeah. will do that for you. Absolutely, brother. Well, listen, man. If if anybody want, well, appreciate you letting everybody know. Y'all reach out to me, and uh, I look forward to talking to each and every one of you soon. And Jesse, I've got to. I think I've got the hook for that idea, buddy. Send it to me. I'm I'm waiting on it because I, I that song I'm writing. I try to make it fast. I know that's what you want, fast up tempo. Most times, yeah. It's uh, for all you folks out there. You, you know, ballads are great, but man, if you want to get cuts, if you want to get every pitch sheet, you and I listen. I'm sitting on a pitch sheet right here. I mean, I got my pitch sheets right here. <laughs> and uh, for every uh, for every every three out of four pitch sheets, three out of four artists cutting. They all say the same thing. Looking for positive up tempo yep. hit hit records, yeah. you know. That's what they look for, and because uh, most of the time your your ballads are are already cut. They've they're you know they're already boy I love that. So they already got that. Now that's not saying you can't 
That's not saying you can't write a ballad and get a get it cut. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that if you got a up tempo or a mid tempo that's a little more, you know, got a little more guts behind it, you got a better chance. If it's a good song, great song, you got a better chance of getting that cut than than a ballad or a waltz. Yeah, get in before you start making them sad. That's it. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. But well, thanks for coming hey, man, on, Keith. I know we're about to run out of time. It's such a pleasure talking to you, brother. I, I, I love you guys down there, man, and I look forward to it. And thanks a lot, Jesse. Not a problem. Thanks, Keith. God bless you. over this way.